I was listening to the, uh, like, you know, a couple of the, you know, the post-game shows today that everybody has, some podcasts and stuff, and there was a lot of people saying, man, Jalen Hurts looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL this week. And he really did, honestly. That's not even and, exaggeration. And, and he, he, I mean, put do a side-by-side of Carson and Jalen, and you have one guy freaking out, <laughs> pissing his pants, and Jalen just sitting there, just yeah. having all day, just feeling good about it, knowing who to go to. Welcome back to the Philly Escape Podcast. We got slides yeah. this week. We put them together. Woo. Episode 15. It's a game one breakdown of the Eagles. So real quick, real quick. I We're just want to remind everybody. Right I, was all I, just, I just want to remind everybody. This is the show for the person that kicks back, turns on the radio, and all they hear, right? All they hear is two balls, one strike. <laughs> Here comes the pitch. <laughs> two strikes and you just get fucking infuriated because it's like why the hell does this radio station need to play anything Phillies or anything related to baseball because it's football season boys and the birds are undefeated let's go number and we're one, breaking them down number one in the NFC top of the division top of the division so we're talking about we're talking about one thing and one thing only and that's the game one breakdown for the birds today so let's let's make it clear we got nothing else to talk about because there's nothing to talk about other than the birds. Um, but as far as what we'll get into, it'll be a full breakdown as far as stats, initial takeaways, team grades for offense, defense, and special teams. We'll also give a grade for the coaching staff because it's a brand new coaching staff. It's a new season. And um, Sirianni, uh, we're still drinking the Kool-Aid from training camp because he looks to be uh, the coach that we want here in Philly. And then we'll we'll revisit our season predictions a little bit. So after uh, going through that a little bit in the preseason before we saw anything real, you know, let's kind of go back to those numbers. Let's go back to our record predictions and let's uh, just take a look at where where we're at. Did this game one move the needle for us at all? So initial takeaways, right? Watching this game, Gainwell's clearly the number two guy. Uh, there's no injuries to any big names on our team, Unbelievable. which is like probably the mystery of the year. Um, we Devontae transferred our burn curse to the Ravens, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, yeah, right. yeah, I mean, with with no running backs left to left to live down in Baltimore. Um, Devontae Smith, I for me, I think he's the guy we thought he would be, even after game one. I think we can all agree on that one. And then uh, just the three C's for Jalen Jalen Hurts. Cool, calm, and collected. So initial takeaways, what do you guys got for the birds after uh, watching a full 32-6 to victory yesterday? All right, dude. Go ahead, Jackson. All right, you go. I was just going to say they absolutely Yeah, I was going to say 32-6 destruction of the Falcons. It just like, dismantled them. But I honestly, I think I just one thing I was saying early before we uh, got started, they just look so prepared on every single aspect of the game. Like they just look like they were yeah. ready to go out there and play right. friggin' NFL football. And I I can't say how, um how happy I am for Nick Sirianni and just how good he looked in his debut. Are you are you saying like yeah. physically how good he looked? I know you were looking at his arms yesterday. I mean, you know, the guy's a good looking guy too. I mean, you can't. He's a pretty good looking guy. <laughs> Biceps were out. Biceps were out to play. They were out to play. He had some guns out. Just a great, yeah. just a great week one. What, what'd you like, Jackson? What'd you right. like from this team? Just, just watching yesterday, having me scream uh, at the television next to you, just two I, seats dude, away. I felt like uh, the offense went out. Uh, offensive line was dominant, exactly like we wanted to see. Miles Sanders was getting runs. I felt like he didn't get like a crazy amount of runs, but I thought we were leaning on the run game more than we did with Doug Peterson, which was good. You know, like he wasn't getting like nine runs or something. I like um, when we had the lead, we ran the ball a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the rookies, all the players that like were, you know, down a little bit, I think they played better than we were, like as good as we were hoping. Like even JJ, I think Whiteside, I saw he was like the number one uh, graded run blocker of any position yeah. throughout the NFL this week. 
So like you know he's not making catches, but he's making a positive impact somewhere. I think that's like I think that's a big thing with his coaching staff is like even if you're not going to help out in like a flashy way, everybody's helping out in some way. We're playing to our players' strengths, and I think it's shown. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and this isn't just Jackson uh, just living up to you know lifting up uh, J Jaw at all. He actually did make some great blocks on screens and. You know, it wasn't just screen plays on second and one. We were actually running the ball to Miles Sanders and Gamewell and, you know, giving the guys the ball other, you know, unlike Doug Peterson would. I, I hate to make that comparison already, but we're we're kind of there. Um, Flay, what'd you, you, you kind of, I mean, he's the last com- thing to compare against, but Flay, what'd you like about the Eagles just watching them yesterday? I would think you guys just touched on it, dude. It's, uh, it's blogging. And I think that kind of just speaks to that team mentality, but you saw multiple times yesterday where, the runner pointed out to the lead man, you know, block here, block there. And the guy turned quickly to pick up the block. They yeah. gained an extra 10 yards. It's just like an overall, like, again, like that, like fighting dog mentality that we had, you know, like uh, shades of 2017, you know, with the play call flow, the very uh, mix up way, you know, yeah, I'm not going to overplay it too much, but uh, it was, no, it was like very it. nice to see overplay them get it. out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it was very nice to see them get out there. And uh, not, like, only, like, win, but, like, win like that, you know? Like, I thought I was a little worried, you know, that first drive, Atlanta kind of comes down, walks down the field, but then we hold strong, you know, within five yards there, and our defense really uh, did a good job of uh, bending but not breaking. And talk about the the defense. The defense, like, I think you were saying, like, we looked like we were prepared. I thought the defense was prepared, but they came out, you know, they let up two field goals, they let them get down in the red zone, but they didn't break. We We bent, but we didn't break. But then for the last 44 minutes of the game, I saw the Falcons had one uh, play in our side of the in like in our uh, zone, and it was like a um, intentional grounding. So like they didn't even touch our like they went in our territory for the last three quarters of the game. Our defense was unreal. No, they couldn't even get anything going towards the end yeah, of that game. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, the I, pressure I, was yeah. Uh, consistent, and I don't think we really got a sack until the fourth quarter, if I'm correct. But um, yeah, or the, maybe right. the late third quarter. But, yeah. um, you know, we just were consistently bringing, you know, four or five guys, you know, and uh, it was just a really nice thing to see. And was it Hargrave got like three sacks or something? Well, three sacks on, on for the total two, for the entire game. You had uh, one Rid- one for Hassan Ridgeway and, and two for, for Hargrave. So, yeah, I don't know if this was a defense. I feel like the defense came in prepared and then they just had to adjust a little bit and get used to the flow of the game. But I think that's all it really was. I don't think it was you know, we were caught, you know, um, you know, not not prepared for what the Falcons were throwing at us. I think um, just looking at that first drive, what, right, it, it was pretty scary because the Falcons are always a high-powered offense, literally no matter what, but they always end up going 4-12 and 12 for some reason. Um, so it's just one of those teams that scare you because it's, it's Matt Ryan and then a, a guy like Calvin Ridley, but at least something that I noticed from the defense as far as an in-game adjustment right after that first drive where it was all Ridley, you know, it was double double coverage on him. I mean, between Slay or and another guy, you know, a safety over the top covering Ridley, he was shut down the entire game. So, I mean, after that first drive, you really didn't hear from him at all. And if you're doing that to Ridley and forcing Ryan to go to other guys like, you know, a rookie Pitts, I mean, it's still Kyle Pitts, but if you're going to him and, you know, kind of pulling away from Ridley, that's a good job by the defense. And that's one of the things with Jonathan Gannon. I think I heard that Jonathan Gannon sort of tailors each week to that specific opponent. So I think maybe uh, he was sort of seeing how, like, the Falcons were going to play and then he was going to adjust to, like, what they did. And it was nice to see that he did make a nice adjustment and Ridley was pretty much covered the entire game. Yeah, well, I know, like, you you said that, and, like, like, obviously, like, that is what he's supposed to, like, what he does is, like, tailor his, his scheme towards the team. That's what you're supposed to do, and that's something yeah, that, right? that's what someone that that Jim Schwartz didn't do ever. He but, just played right, the same right, defense yeah, right. every <laughs> single game, and it didn't work. And, and like what, yeah. once one team figures out like how to stop that defense the scheme, you're doomed. They stayed in the same formation the whole game, like or like or yeah. like or very little changes. And I, we just needed an upgrade, man. We just needed a guy that, that was willing to change. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. It's like for coaches, it's like literally just keep it simple. And that's that's actually one of the things Sirianni stressed from the beginning. Like, let's keep it simple for our players. They know what they're doing. They know what they're reading and they switch to the right play. But like that was the thing with Swartz. It was like, all right, we'll just, you know, let them catch a 10-yard pass and then uh, just hold them up in the end zone. Like every single time. Like, I mean... Yeah, I- it's it's just one of those things. Just keep it simple. We weren't good enough to players. hold them up, though. That was a thing, yeah. you know. 
Right. It's like, it's like, secondary now. It felt like it felt like before though. Like it was like we're not good enough to like hold like cover the guys so that our defense is going to get there. But our defense scheme is going to be that we're going to hold them until the defensive line gets there. And it's like that doesn't make any sense. We can't do it. You got to do something else. Yeah. We need pressure. Yeah. And we didn't get any pressure last year or the year before really. And yeah, so, but like play, you're right. Like our defensive backs, like that was a huge improvement this game compared to like seasons past. Oh, you could you could yeah. see like guys were making plays, were swatting yeah. balls, like. We were multiple times. We were one or two steps off from you know having a pick and yeah. like running with it too. Yeah. So. So I mean, let's just let's look at the stat line across the board, right? So you're comparing Jalen to Matt Ryan, and it's like, you know, when even when Matt Ryan's coming back from 30 point games, he's throwing at least 300 yards, right? But I mean, 164 yards on the day. You have Jalen's QBR rating. I know it's different here, but it's like a 127 in like an, as a normal say, this rating. Is, this is out of 100. Yeah, this is out of 100. Okay, so let's just be really clear good. there. Um, three three touchdowns, zero interceptions, one sack on the day. I think he might have had a fumble. I I don't remember seeing that, but um, yeah, I, I read that on the stat line, but I don't I don't remember that. Um, so he's not. I don't think he did either. He's not just a good fantasy quarterback here. Yeah. He's he's a good regular quarterback Dude, had... making his reads and having effective runs. So that's um, 325 yards. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he didn't yeah. seem to force anything, which was really nice to see. Right. You know, he was just he was very comfortable sitting in the pocket and then when the pressure came, he read the blitz so well. He, he, especially he really... like in that last He went uh, through his Sorry to break. No, you're good. I was just gonna say he was going through his progressions really well, like like checking like checking the ball down to the running back, downs. and that, it was working too. Like a lot of times last year when we had to check the ball down, there was like no not enough blocking that it would just end up in a loss of yards or something. But this this week we were like getting 10, 15 yards off it. And honestly, in yeah. like in last season, uh, Carson Wentz, I felt like a lot of times he'd have an easy pass for like a dump off, and he'd yeah. somehow miss the yeah, pass. Yeah, that and Jalen well, Jalen might have missed one throw, but like. He made I, the majority of what he should have made. And and I think, you know, because I think, you know, I, I made that comparison in my head to Carson last year because he missed all those throws. And I think the difference is Jalen was so de- decisive. Like he looked at that check down and he threw it right away. He wasn't like looking over there and then reading his progression downfield as well and just trying to find the open man. He went right to him. He Something didn't work. He went to the next thing. It wasn't this Carson play, you know, delaying the time, you know, kind of, looking downfield, looking to the right, and then ending up getting sacked or, or fumbling the ball. So he's just very decisive in, you know, how, you know, who he went to um, and I think in a very quick manner. Well, I, I think was... a big thing with that is that I think Carson Wentz, like, he'd look at the check down and he'd be like, oh, I don't know if I should go that. I might be able right. to, like, hit, like, a deep ball downfield. Yeah. And I thought Jalen did make big plays and he did run the ball a lot, but he wasn't playing hero ball. He wasn't like, I have to do this all on my own, which right. I think can be detrimental. No. We only had seven carries. I think yeah. you saw that with the uh, with the touchdown yeah. to uh, to Goddard. You know, like he yeah. definitely could have ran that in, but he saw that little window and he wanted to thread it, and he threaded it really nicely. We kind of got away with that one. I don't know. There was a there was a chance that, that it, it was close. Around, but it, it was close for sure. Very yeah. very lucky. The camera angles all kind of worked in our favor that for that one. Not like, the only uh, uh, not it. the only tight end catch we got away with there, but uh, yeah, Zach Ertz. Oh, speak, none, speaking of Zach Ertz, were, none. speaking of Zach Ertz, looking he's one, amazing. He's my uh, yeah, he's my uh, like uh, kind of like the unsung uh, unsung hero of the game. Uh, unsung hero, only good. two catches on the stat line, but uh, he he played a really good game in blocking. Uh, had a big role yep. in that Devontae Smith touchdown. Um, you know, and that's what you can ask for a veteran. You know. Yeah, and, and a and a block that's a pick play that's not always easy to execute. Where you saw two Falcons guys on the other end getting penalties out of no, it. No, yeah, Zach, Zach really good executes, job turns into a touchdown and blocking the other guy. Yeah, right. What were you gonna say? And uh, just just to your point, Caputi, about the decisiveness of Jalen Hurts. Uh, what I was gonna say is, you saw three times in that uh, two minute drill we had at the end of the first half, where he read the blitz and made the quick decision to get out of the pocket. But other than that, yeah. like he was not forcing runs. You know, it was only when it was like a, a necessary or designed play. He was very calm in the pocket, and you know, like read his routes and found his guys. I felt like he was almost Russell Wilson esque with that. Dude, that's yeah. I was listening to the, uh, like you know, a couple of the you know the post game shows today that everybody has some podcasts and stuff, and there was a lot of people saying, "Man, Jalen Hurts looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL this week." 
and he really did. Honestly, that's not even and, an exaggeration. And, and he, he, I mean, put do a side by side of Carson and Jalen, and you have one guy freaking out, pissing his pants, and Jalen just sitting there, just yeah. having all day, just feeling good about it, knowing who to go to. I mean, I, that. I, yeah. I, I ahead, was just say, like, even with like running the ball, like what you're saying, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz looked like a startled moose, like running around the field. Like he was terrified. He didn't know what was going on. And then Jalen Hurts looks like. He's cool, calm, collected. He looks like he's yeah. like, a, like Jackson, You might have just made the uh, cold open again. Uh, no. <laughs> so, so, so here, here's the thing. Like what I what I took it's from Jalen, right? Phrase of the week, you know, cool, calm, collected. <laughs> yeah, I know. How many times are we gonna use that one? But with the thing, thing with Jalen is he did good before the play, during the play, as he's executing, and he and he always finished. So it's like when when he was in the RPO, he knew what to go to, whether it was kicking it out to Sanders, you know, handing it off to Sanders. Or going for the pass when he was getting blitz, like Flay was saying, he knew when he needed to avoid that tackle and turn it into a run versus just going for a checkdown pass. I was I went back in the highlights right and I looked to see how the Falcons were blitzing the Eagles yesterday, and honestly, they didn't change the scheme at all. I don't know what Dean Pease was doing, but they they would basically do this thing where they would have a three to four man rush. They would have one guy, you know, a linebacker showing a blitz. And then as soon as the play started, that linebacker would drop back into coverage. So it would always set up the Eagles for a good play because you have Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Jalen Rieger, all these fast guys getting past that linebacker as soon as the play starts. So those guys are getting open. And then, you know, what, what they would do on some other plays is they would bring like a corner or safety to blitz. You know, he would be, you know, ten, about 10 yards back and he would blitz late. So he's already 10 yards late to the play. Jalen would read it, you know, pick up that blitz coming in, sees him coming in, just dodges him a quick juke, juke right, left, and he just takes it upfield for easy 10, 15 yards. So I feel like a lot of this was the Falcons' just defensive play was terrible, but yeah, also that's what we amazing, amazing reads by Jalen Hurts on, I mean, on those blitzes across across the board. If you're gonna go, think- if you're gonna go against a defense that's as bad as the Falcons' defense, you want to see a blowout like that, like a, you want to see like a 32 point yeah. game. So, and that's what we did. So, like, I mean, you can't really, like, like, yeah, everybody's saying we're getting overhyped because we just beat, you know, we beat a bad team. But, like, we, we didn't just beat a bad team. We destroyed a bad team. And that's what good teams do to bad teams. Exactly. And I, think it, I think it's sort of like a situation where it's, like, with Jalen Hurts, um, you, I feel like they almost don't want to rush him because, like, or, like, blitz him because, like, hey, we have such a good line. But then we, I know everybody on our team is, like, not super proven. But we do kind of have, like, playmakers at any position. Like, he could run the ball. He could, like, throw a screen off to Sanders. He could hit one of our tight ends or one of our receivers. Like everybody's good, at least on our team. He has so many options. So, I, and I think they maybe they were thinking that like we'll show a blitz, but then we'll sort of like rely on the fact that yeah. maybe he's not that good of a passer and make him pick us yeah. apart. And right. I think it's good that he showed that like he could do that. Regardless. I don't think anybody. Like, I don't think the Falcons expected Jalen to be that that ready to play. That, that's a great point, Jackson. Where you, where the you know Falcons defense is thinking, all right, they, he can't make the pass. You know he's a 52 percent completion guy, so we're just going to show the blitz and make him struggle that way. You know where they probably should have changed it up to send the house and just mix him up that way, just kind of throw him off his game that way. But it, I mean, you you can't you can't throw just three or four defensive guys against Mylotta, Lane Johnson, and, and Kelsey. Like clearly that didn't work. But also just showing the fake blitz didn't work against Hurts either. Oh, yeah, no, because our offensive line is outstanding. We might have four all-pros in our offensive line this year. Yeah, our offensive no, line, if, if when healthy, is kind yeah, of nice. like the way they looked. The way they looked yesterday, you can definitely count on that. So let's let's turn to the rushing then. So you know, Miles Sanders, fifteen carries, seventy-four yards. Jalen doing his normal thing. Kenny Gainwell. So we we don't see any um, Boston Scott. So I'm okay with it because you still have Gainwell going for forty yards on ten touches with his first touchdown of his NFL career. And uh, he looked he looked pretty good. I mean, he, he had one play on a fourth down play that was probably his worst play, and he just, you know, just didn't execute I don't think you he know, was as ready much for that as he should have. Um, it, it, it was kind of a, a lousy handoff. I think it was um, an option, and I don't think he expected to get the ball. But yeah. But either way, he, he looked good as a secondary guy, and if you got Boston behind him, you look you feel pretty good about your, your running back depth right now. I feel great about it. And, I mean, yeah, like, like you said, like not seeing Boston Scott is like, you know, like, like you, you kind of want to see him because he's been such a nice piece this the last couple of years. But yeah. I mean, if we got a guy who's better, like I'm, I'm all in on on Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, not seeing Boston Scott is like not seeing Greg Ward. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's kind of like that. 
it's like it, it it's yeah. it's kind of sh- it kind of shows how good your team is, right? Yeah, we talked we talked about this before. Like if Greg Ward also is maybe like a shows starting how guy, low our standards have gotten. Well, it's like you hate to see it, but at the same time you love to see it. Yeah, you yeah. want you want to see Boston Scott because you like we've we've kind of fell in love with him the last couple you, of years, but you, you, you like you like to see him. You also like uh, let's get somebody yeah. better in here. You you like the guy, you love the team more, so you you rather yeah. not not see him at the end of the day. But and then uh, I guess overall takeaway on the on the Falcons, maybe you pick up Kep Patterson as uh, as a flex at some point. But other he, he looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie for an he old man. Better than Mike Davis, honestly. He looked he looked better than Mike Davis, who got more carries and less yards. So. um at the end of the day, I mean, you know, good good stuff by Jalen. He just, I feel confident that, you know, I, I feel like we can go into each week knowing that he can he can lead our team to to good wins. Um, what round was he picked in in our fantasy league? He might he could be a keeper. Uh, yeah, he, maybe He's he like will be my maybe he will be a keeper. So we'll see. Like eighth round or something. <laughs> um, but. You know the big thing with the receivers, right? I think Devonte Smith. He's he's got seventy-one yards. I mean, if he's their second receiver on any fantasy team, you can't ask for a really more than sixty-point game from him. Um, and then Rieger kind of showing up. Does does a Sirianni offense Dude. make make these guys look that much better compared to a, a Peterson offense? Yeah. Well, I think what we were seeing is that I think maybe what happened was that. Doug Peterson inherited a team that was already coached up and the players were like willing to play and ready to play. I don't I don't think maybe he was as good at teaching people how to play as he was like yeah. organizing people to play together. And I think throughout his tenure, like potentially the players just got like less skilled because they weren't practicing as like the things that they should have been practicing. And maybe with Sirianni coming in competition, you gotta earn your spot, like actually being somebody who like teaches the fundamentals. I think kind of came up with the guys instead of like yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Especially with his expertise being a wide receiver, I think Rieger and Smith are going to have like much better years than they would have had with Peterson. Yeah. By the way, uh, Devontae yeah. Smith six six catches in NFL debut tied a franchise record. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. So the, nice. The Eagles. You look good. That... You didn't look like a rookie first like first gamer. You know? No, not at all. Yeah. No. I, mean, I saw that. Uh, looks great. Jamar Chase had a had a touchdown as well. A pretty big bomb. Yeah, he uh, looks Joe really Burrows, good. But he, I don't he know how any of the other. I think I think actually the every ball single ball. every single player or wide receiver picked in the top ten. Yeah, picking the top ten this year besides Kyle Pitts, who is the number one drafted receiver. Well, I mean he's a tight end, but he's a receiver. Um, he's got a receiver. A, got got a touchdown this week. Yeah, all three of them did really good. So it's it's just like on it's honestly unbelievable. Like you think about that. We no nobody predicted this. Nobody predicted no. this. No. Usually, uh, um, usually I think uh, I'm pretty I sure thought... wide receivers are like the toughest rookies to actually go off. You know. Right. Right. This this draft class, as far as rookie receivers, is much better compared to last year. I feel like it was just Justin Jefferson who kind of went off. Yeah, pretty much. I think everybody was like super optimistic optimistic about Devontae Smith, but like the jury was still out because we didn't know like whether or not he was too small for the NFL. Everybody was like saying like one big is knock is is he too small? Clearly, after this game, he's not too small. He's not too small. I mean, he did go. We, we pumped the brakes a little bit because he did go pay, uh, against the bad Dallas or um, Falcons secondary, but he looked amazing for his first game. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't ask for more. Especially compared to all, after the game, was saying that it was uh, slower than Alabama. Right, college crazy. Ball. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe that maybe that maybe Falcons are that bad though. <laughs> no, no. So he he was just he's speaking to just the nature of the game. I think with college where it's just like all hurry up offense, just kind of like go go go, and it's like you know you also yeah. put up like yeah. sixty points a game. So I think he's just speaking to the nature of the game a little bit. But either way, he's still faster than all of the the Falcons defense at this point. And I just so. think it's nice that I feel like we've become accustomed to like drafting wide receiver in the first round and then being like, uh you know, he's gonna be okay. Like convincing ourselves he's gonna be good, but like he actually did look good. Well, I mean, we finally got yeah. a guy who's like a freaking superstar. He was the Heisman winner. Like, you know, like we don't we don't get those guys a lot. We got our guy. It it just feels good to like just be one of those teams to have an Eagles player that's good at fantasy. To have a couple, <laughs> I mean, two, three Eagles players that are decent at fantasy. Like this is doesn't feel like normal to us. Um, but look at look at um just look at the spread here, guys. So like, I mean, just how many different guys. Jalen is throwing to throughout the game between the receivers, the tight ends. 
and the running backs and and you got Quez in there you know leading that first drive on those bubble screens I so like, it's I just like that first drive so much the spread and how you know how many different people got the ball you know and how many different receptions to each guy you, you he's making reads he's not just going to one guy it's not a Carson only comfortable with Earth such a situation it's you know he he finds the open guy and goes there and he trusts his guys too he lets them make the play you know he'll take the safe throw if he needs it but he'll go to a Dallas Goddard you know, thrown at his toes if he has to catch it there. <laughs> I mean, dude, oh. like I said, or like you were talking about earlier, it's just it's just nice to see like our 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 like starters just be real starters, be efficient players again. And like like the last couple of years, it's just been like we don't even know what we're gonna get out of our starters. Like no, my, nobody might not even have more than five catches this week. Like like it's it's good to see. It's nice to it's nice to not have to hear that we have practice squad wide receivers and not yeah. a single starting starting pulling cornerback yeah. for a year. Yeah, it's nice to also like be confident finally again when we like line up for a third down that there's like a good chance we're gonna like actually make it. Right. You know, I mean, how many, like the last two yeah. seasons we seriously had like no third down offense. I might be I I can't remember, but did we have any three and outs? We 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 did well. Three and outs, I don't know. That's that's a good question. I don't know. Um, yeah, there was that one where it was like a long third down and we threw like the, the check down for like I think we got like one yard on or something. They I might, know, but was that a three and out there? They might have um they might have had a three and out. Might have three and I can't recall. Might have had a three and out when we were playing football. <laughs> Jackson and Brits threw, you know, two fumbles and Welker got beat up by a bush. So um we might have missed it. Hey man. Yeah, um, I did miss the first start of the second half. But. Yeah, you guys are playing football at halftime. Yeah, yeah with, with our beer bellies about to throw up our wings. Yes, we did. Um, but no, just just bringing it back. I mean, compare it. So guys like Ridley getting fifty-one, Pitts in his debut thirty-one, um, compared to Hurst also like basically having the same amount of yards. You love to see Ridley get yards. You just love to see the difference across the board here. It's just you know the score shows it, but this this shows it too. So you love to see it. But let's get, let's get into team grades, right? So, um, honestly, if, if we're going across the board, I would say this. Stay on everything, right? I mean, but um, like, but I'll I'll leave it open to you guys. Um, <laughs> did that say seventeen though? I love it. It, it, did, it did say that. It did indeed say that. Um, what do you guys got on the offense? Anything other than a a plus? I feel like you gotta go a plus all across the board, right? Am I speaking I mean, for everybody here when I say that? I'd say offense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's an A plus game. They get thirty two points. I guess that's a lot of points. That's like a, that's like yeah. I, not what we, put up. we don't. I don't something. think we put up thirty two points all year last year. If you put up thirty two points every bad game, teams badly. Yeah, exactly. So one thing that one thing I did want to bring up too, when it was I think twenty two to six or twenty two to fifteen. You, I, I personally felt a moment where it was like the last couple seasons where it's like. Shit, is this where we choke right, the game? Because right. we had so many of those. And that's what... Yeah, up until the third quarter how, still. And how this game I mean, ended just proved to me, me this team's different, Jalen's different. It's, it's not just, the same anymore. We've been so conditioned to be like up by a touchdown or, or 10 points or even two touchdowns and just still not feel like we're going to win the game. And now like it's like... I, I It just felt like it was such a different experience watching this game this week. Like, oh, you, fun! I, it, it, fun it was watch. fun. With guys are making plays, and also like when we got that like that um, what was it sixteen point lead? I'm like I was thinking like you know back in my head I'm like uh, like thinking of years past. I'm like all right, this game's not over yet. We still got to close it out. Yeah. But in reality, we never lost control of the game, and like I, it just felt so different. Felt good. You guys and will be uh, happy to hear yeah. that the uh, the bar was full of Eagles fans. This oh, I love that. It was, love it was it. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Vontae yeah. Smith called a touchdown, and the place went up. Oh, sort of, sort of, sort of my yeah, living room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for real. No, but I, I would, I mean, I would have to say A+. Plus. I mean, to go 32, yeah, and on, on your, you know, on the road in the, uh, in the Falcons uh, turf, I mean, you got to give an A+. Plus there. I mean, how many times has, you know, I'm going to pose this question to you guys, too. How many times has 10 yards felt like a lot of yards to Carson Wentz? But well, to me, Jay, Jalen Hurts, it feels like, he could. This could be an eight-yard play just running it if it doesn't work out on a pass, and it'll the probably field, turn it into at least a second and five. The field seems like, shorter now, dude. <laughs> seems well, shorter. Like, it's like it's like for Carson Wentz, you go out and you have a first down, 
and 10. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> let's just count on like a pass interference penalty so we can get a first down or something. <laughs> we're not going to throw for one. And it's like, with Jalen Hurts, <laughs> we're not going to run either. Yeah, he's like, either Jalen's oh. going to run for it or he's going to get like some sort of positive completion. He's not just going to get sacked for like a fumble or something. Yeah. I feel like the offense, it's like, if you put up 32 points every week, you're going to make the playoffs. So that's got to be an A+. Plus. And the defense, it's like, if you don't let the uh, the other team get it on your side of the 50 for the last three quarters of the game, you're going to win most of the well, games. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to talk about the defense because I almost wanted to give an A to the offense just so I could give the defense an A+. Plus because Fair. The, Fair. the defense, the um, the Dallas, de- or I keep calling them Dallas, Falcons' defense is horrible. So it's like the offense like should have did what they did. But the Falcons' offense is pretty good, like pretty strong. They have a couple of great guys on that team. Matt Ryan is no, no schmuck either. I mean, he had a horrible game, but like he's obviously one of the better quarterbacks in the last ten years. And there's like a reason we projected losing is their offense. Yeah, exactly. And and the defense showed up big time, especially in that fourth quarter when they were getting all that pressure. Holding any team to six points in the NFL is a big thing to do, and you—it's. I don't care who you are. If you're the Jets, you get some kind of garbage points. That's a touchdown, you know, at the end of the game. So, like, that's why I would agree with Brits. If I were to like be hard on this team, then it would be a for the offense, a plus for the defense. There was one. There was one thing, and tell me, guys, if if you guys didn't like any, you know, any uh, calls from Sirianni or maybe mistakes that you know that you found in this perfect game. There was one thing when they were up 15-6 when he went for the fourth and two. I under understand the the dog mentality. Put put your foot on their necks and just turn was it up. Fourth and two. I thought it was like fourth and longer than that. It might have been fourth yeah, and longer. I think it was like fourth and six or something. Like that. It might have been longer. I I like the points. I like the points there. I don't want him to. I either way. Either way. I feel like Sirianni knows what play to call, whereas Doug. Has no idea what well, you know. If, if say say a flag happens and we gotta you know you know set up again and run the play again. He just he doesn't know what to call. But didn't it, we throw I feel a like I, there, though, which I don't like because I'm pretty sure that's what Doug used to always do. Yeah, yeah. We threw we threw <laughs> no, something happened, that didn't make much sense. But what happened was we had two fourth downs. The one was the uh, play where we ran to Kenny Gainwell and Gainwell got stuck in the middle, which is like I think that was, that was the fourth down. Was, yeah, was, was later in the game two. we had a long fourth down. Where uh, Jalen like buzzed up the middle and got the first down. Oh, he didn't okay. get the Maybe first was, down. We, we didn't get. We didn't. Did we get any of the first downs? On I the thought we were one for two on fourth down. I might could be wrong though. We might I don't know. Be. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking he, of a third down play because I think I, I know there was one play where it was like third and six or fourth and six, and we we threw a screen and nobody was blocking, and I was like, that just looked like last year. But that was the only little play that I was like pretty upset about on the offensive side. Yeah, and I mean that's probably the one thing that I nitpick. Honestly, everything else is is pretty good. I I say take the points where you can in that scenario when you're up um, by that much. But um, a for the offense, a plus for the defense. The one thing I will say about the special teams, I wanted to give them a shout out because four punts, three inside the twenty for Aaron Sipas, the guy from from Australia. Yeah, um, that. So two kind of killing on special teams, honestly. Two, two or three guys from yeah. Australia that know what they're doing um, in Philly. But, um, Who was our partner last year? Because Matisse is from Australia. <laughs> Matisse, Matisse, Australia Matisse, Matisse. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, three or four. Three or four. But also, but also just no penalties from special teams. So I feel like it, things just went right where, you know, those are little things that make a difference. Like if you can pin Matt Ryan within the 20 and have him struggle at that point, you know, that uh, in that place in the field, then you're you're getting a quick and three and out from the Falcons. Then you're getting the ball back in Jalen Sands to score. So, yeah, um, love what you see there. So, all right, a pluses. Season predictions. Let's revisit a little bit. So I I got my name. I got my uh, icon plopped on the above side of these predictions. Um, so if they if they get the yard. So in Jalen's case, if he gets the yardage, I would put him in the the above category. Um, but we can kind of run through the list real quick. Like I said, I'm pretty up on all of these things. These are all things that we talked about earlier in the season, preseason training camp time period. Um, but I really think the Eagles are, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump to ten and six, ten and six, or sorry, ten and seven now, eleven and um, you know, uh six at this point, but I'll still say nine and eight, and pre- feel pretty confident about the Eagles winning the division just after watching this weekend of football. Well, I was, I was what? I was seven and ten, 
You were in the below. I was you were in the below I was, bucket. I, I was seven and ten. I think I my guess was seven wins. Where so, we dropping Brits here? So I uh, I gotta go up on that now. I mean, I know it's only week one. You're going up. But I gotta oh go up God. on that. I mean, it's gotta be at least. You gotta think that we're going at least to uh, you know, nine or ten wins now. Jackson, what are you doing over there? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure I predicted a loss against the Falcons. I was looking at her. You got some sci-fi noises coming out of your uh, screen, dude. Oh no! Unbelievable. That's all good. So why he's why he's uh, looking at things? Um, Flay, maybe I Flay. Are you are you a uh, middle of the ground guy? Or are you are you sitting above? I'm above. Below? I'm I'm still on the nine ten train. He's still nine, there. I think you guys. If you if if you guys are gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. All right. I'm going thirteen <laughs> and so four. Thirteen and four. I, I can't be a real. I, can't be a real. I think there's four games we lose. I think clearly <laughs> after this uh, after this week we can say we're going to win both of the Washington football games. I think we're going to win both of the Giants games, and we're probably going to win one of the Cowboys games. We're going to go probably five and six in the division. I think we're probably going to lose against the Patriots. I mean, we're probably not the Patriots, but we're probably going to lose against Tampa Bay. Probably going to lose against the Chiefs. I could see us losing against like the, uh, the Saints, and then maybe the uh, one of the Dallas teams. And I'm saying thirteen and four. We play. Listen, next week is a huge game. We play San Francisco. Does, does Jackson be telling. So, so does Jackson lose his credibility going from like six and eleven to now like thirteen and fourteen? I was nine and seven after? before I went no, off. Jackson was nine wins, and Fly, me and Flay were seven okay, wins. Okay. Either way, that's so, a huge jump after one I think, game. I do agree okay. with Jackson. I think there's only there's only like three games on the schedule when I look at it that are like there's no chance that we have a winning. But every yeah. other game, I think we definitely have a but, competitive. No. Brits, Brits is right here. I think we go into next week as a prove it game. Like I, the twenty seventeen yeah. prove it game where you know the Eagles were going on an undefeated run was Carolina to me. They went five and zero mm. and they beat Carolina at home. This is the prove it game. If you can beat the Niners, then I I would say if you beat the Niners, really any score, I can say that you know this might be pretty real for we, for we a good the, run here. We got the Niners at home. That's I mean. We can win that game. Squeak another one off against Brady this year. If, if you could steal this game, it's it's a it's pretty good going two and zero after you know playing well, these two teams. Yeah. I'm gonna say I want to double down. I want to say not only are we going thirteen and four, I think we're at the start of a historic Eagles run. I feel like we have. <laughs> oh my I feel God. like we have we have we have a rookie QB. We have three right. first round draft picks next right, year. We're gonna be able to cut on. a bunch of veterans. And it's like whenever you look at like a team that goes on a huge run, it's like they they have a rookie QB. They have a good defense and they have like a decent offense and they're not like because like once you get your QB on an extension, you have to pay him and you have to like subtract yeah. other good pieces that you have. Yeah. We we're also, have, we're also like, not only million dollar dead cat right now. Yeah, but like next year that's not gonna be the case. We're gonna add three no, know, first round saying. decks and we still have him on our rookie contract. I feel like we could be like, you know, listen. like setting up for something big. I, I will listen. say if, hold on one second, real quick. If we, were, if, we were to, if we were to go above five hundred this year with fifty million dollars in dead cap, that would be historic. <laughs> We're going to. We're going 13-4, dude. And, and listen, the future is bright with a potential three first-round picks, even though Wentz you know, sucks, he'll still play. So, you know, it looks bright for the Eagles right now. I would still – I'm still in the place where Jalen has to prove it. I don't think uh, just one game proves it to me, but I have a lot of confidence in him. I like the guy. But uh, I think no, he still needs to prove it's it. It's overreaction Monday. It's, it's we just hey, gotta shout, overreact. Shout, shout, out to, shout out to Pat McAfee. <laughs> overreaction. I think he a starter in the NFL. You just have to be good in some way. You know what I mean? He clearly is good. Well, we said top ten. We said top ten of a guy that we that we want to keep around. Back, he looked back Prescott level at least. That's all I'm saying. Yesterday he looked top five. So he did. He, he, well, I saw, according to PFF, uh, I think they gave him like an eighty-seven. Uh, that was second best in the league. Number one was Brady at ninety-two. So like they had him rated as the second best QB in the league this week. Love to say it. That's right, everybody so playing. That's that number two, not number forty something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, not top forty. Not yeah, number forty. Sims, dude. And Chris we'll Sims get went back. Chris Sims went back on no. his own show and said he he took he took it back. He said uh, Jalen Hurts is a leader of men and he's one of the best QBs. Oh my God, <laughs> let's go. I'm pretty sure. So so in in his original uh, in his original. In his original above 40 ranking, he said, and and I quote, if Jalen proves to be a good quarterback, I will say, God, I'm a freaking idiot. Jalen, you're the man. So he needs to go back and say that um, after this week. Um, all right, so are we all in the win the division camp here? 
It's going to be yeah, tough, but I mean, if I'm rooting 13 4, I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> I mean, Washington yeah. just lost uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, yeah, I'm definitely in that. I don't think, uh, I think I agree with you, Jackson. I think we're going to split a Cowboys series and pretty much win out with the other two. Because it's like, it, it seemed like before this se- uh, season started that everybody's saying that the Cowboys were going to be good. They do look good. They were going to also say that the football team was going to be good and the Giants were going to look good. And they both look like dumpster fires. Yeah. Like yeah. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they look like they're good old selves. Um, Jalen, 4,000 passing yards. He had 264 yesterday. He averaged 265 in his four games last season in 2020. So he's projected to be 4,500 yards if he plays all 17 games and has a 265-yard average. Do you take the wait, over or do you take the out, under? Wait, but real quick to reiterate, you guys both also think we're going to win the division? I do. No, yeah. I, I think just even at a 9-8 and eight record, I think you could still take this. I mean, if you're... Looking yeah, at the Giants and now the Redskins, they got nothing to them, and then you're really just battling the Cowboys at this point, which, you know, I, I think they could be good, but at the same time, their defense is just riddled with guys that, that can't cover. I mean, you got a good linebacking core. That's about it. Um, I'm going to so, go yeah. under for 4,000 pass yards, and oh, I think okay. it's going to be, like, just just under. Like, you're talking, like, 38, 3,700. I do think it's going to be over. I feel like just the addition of the extra game is going to really help him get to that uh, 4,000 mark. But I do think, I feel like he's easily going to hit like probably around 250 at least like each game, which I yeah. should be enough to get him there, right? Yeah, that, that'll get him there. And I, I see him having like 300-yard games, so that's why I go with the over on this one. I'm going I think over. we'll have a couple of run-heavy games. I mean, that's like possible. That. All-purpose yeah. yards, we'll definitely get over the 4,500. Oh, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm so, also going to say he's probably going to get over a thousand rushing yards. Yeah, I, I would say he at least hits it. Honestly, what are like some all-purpose yards records? I mean, he only had, he didn't have like a crazy amount of rushing yards. But I mean, he had about didn't he have about seventy for this game? Yeah, seventy. So, so he had he had sixty. So on seven attempts. So um. So let's let's go to Sanders then. So he had he had about seventy on the day. That's about projected to be twelve hundred yards on the season if he plays all seventeen games. We know he's injury prone, but do you take the uh, the thousand yard mark or over for Sanders? I'm gonna stick with under. I'm going under again because I, I don't think that he's gonna play every game. I think we're gonna have a couple of game well Scott games. I think we're gonna have a couple of uh, Scott Sanders games. I think it's gonna be a switch up uh, depending on the matchup. I really do think that uh, Sanders is going to get over a thousand yards this year. I think that, I think that just because I believe in our offensive line this year, I think we're going to get lucky and they're not going to get hurt. I think maybe I shouldn't have said that because they jinxed us, but whatever. Um, I don't know. I just like what I saw yesterday. I felt like, yeah, that like Sirianni was calling offensive plays in a way that like leaned more heavily on the run than Peterson had, and I think that he didn't give the ball to Gainwell as much as I thought. Like, I think Sanders had more of a control in the backfield than I thought he was going to, and I think he definitely probably, if we, if he's healthy the whole year, he's going to get over 1,000. I, I think the only way he doesn't is to Britt's and Flay's point of, you know, just how, how they split the, the carries between Gainwell. Jalen probably taking up a lot of that yardage, and then also, um, you know, if Boston Scott does come in. But other than that, I think he's going to stay healthy, and I think... If he's healthy all 17 games, he's definitely getting 1,000. He's, he might just, just hit it, like 1,007 yards, but he'll think, hit it. I think he's going to be close, but he's going to be under, but I think he's definitely going to have way over um, 1,000 yards he, in scrimmage. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, just think, I just think you have to keep in mind that there is the extra game, so it will be easier to hit 1,000 yards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but I'm saying I think he's going to have a lot of passing yeah. yards, um, and that's going like, to that's gonna, that's gonna yeah. be his, like, his like star thing team is like how good he can catch the ball. Well, let's hope. Let's I, hope just, I think that'll up. be Gainwell's uh, like bigger feature overall. I also agree. I think Gainwell's has the yeah. I, I mean, think, Sanders. I don't, I, don't has, think, I don't think he's gonna have more than Miles Sanders though. Miles Sanders. Has I would like to see them. Do it. I mean, if they. I mean, if, if Miles like improves his pass catching, then that's great. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be mad at that. Either way, those screen plays are going to make make had, for good yards. He had forty yards this week. That's that's a lot for running back. Yeah, I'll take the all-purpose yards. 
All right, Smith, Devontae Smith on 1,000 receiving yards. I'm not alone on this. The legend Ray Diddy said this might be possible for a rookie. How do you so not good. ride with R. Diddy? Um, but yeah, 1,000 yards for Smith. 70 today. Again, projected would be about 1,200 if he plays every game. I'm going to have to go. go I don't know, what I, I don't know what, if I, what I said before, but I think we have to go with over. Okay. Over for Britsy. What do you think? Over for, for me, too. Over for Flay. Just one man think, on the board left. I think it's tough for wide receivers, you know, because, like, depending oh, on the day, yeah. they might not even get a catch. It's just, like, it's just whoever's hot that day, you know. We might have a Quest Watkins game. You know, J.J. Arthur, Whiteside, who knows, maybe they'll have a big game. I think, though, that it would be realistic to, like, expect, like, 70 yards. For, like, I, I don't think this was a crazy game. I think he's going to have better games than he had last week, you know. So yeah. add, add me to the boys. I'll go over a thousand. All right, all right. Because you gotta you gotta think his 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 low games are gonna be like fifty yards, I think. And then his his higher games are gonna be like maybe one hundred thirty. He's a clear number one, so it's like And he's a clear number one. So yeah, two fifty three touchdown game, you know. You never know. I think and I think Sirianni definitely we saw does a good job of uh doing some creative wide receiver routes, you know, uh cause some confusion in the backfield and uh, Smith's hopefully going to be on the better end of a couple more, like, bombs from uh, Jalen. You know, not just, like, the 18-yard touchdown dump, but a couple of, like, you know, 30-plus-yard yeah. ones. Yep. You you, you want to see a lot of Watkins ones, too. I can, I see a oh, lot yeah. of those in the future. All right, this one oh, I was actually, I was actually uh, pretty iffy about, um, just because the Eagles always seem like a team, like, oh, they're about to get an interception, and they just, just lose it. And that's what yeah. happened a lot this past Sunday. Um, so 19 interceptions in 2017, nine interceptions last year. I put it right at the middle, 14 interceptions between the two. So do above or or, or uh, below for that. I'm I'm saying yes because I have faith that, you know, you still got Harris, Nelson, and Slay in there. So how could this not be at least 14 interceptions? Well, and you have to take into account, we didn't even have our like, whole healthy defense. McLeod's not back. He's not there yet. I gotta, I gotta go under on this. I don't think, I'm gonna, I, under I, as well. I, I don't think we're gonna get fourteen interceptions, but I think our defense is gonna, our our secondary is gonna play way better this year either way. Um, but I don't see our team being that kind of like crazy takeaway defense uh, in the secondary. I think that's fair. I do think though that like we're gonna have one or two games with two picks, and I think we're gonna have a pick in more games than we think we would like. If our defensive line is playing that well and we have our full healthy, uh, like if our defensive backs are in, I think that we could easily get 14 interceptions. I'm gonna, I'm going, sign me up, put me all over there with you. Yeah. I think like maybe 15, 14, right around there. I think me and Jackson are just together on everything for, for this. But um, yeah, just remember we got six games against Taylor Heineke, guys like that, Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott, who we know is good, but threw his picks at the same time. So, I, I I I think, think back to that, and that's I think that's what's promising to me. Also, like Jameis Winston, he he gets a lot of yards, but he's throwing a lot of picks. We're playing him too. We'll throw five to us that day. So <laughs> I feel I feel like I, if anything, we're gonna have a lot of forced stumbles. I think this year. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so you go the other route. Yeah. Okay. I just uh, think that I just think that, Yeah. For me, it feels like in years past, like I think what happened with the 2017 year was that we had. We were getting pressure, but then we also had like good coverage in the in like our defense yeah. backs were covering well. I don't think that had happened in years past, and I think that this year again we have we have we've got good defensive backs, we got a good defensive line, and I think it could just like mesh in the way that we're hoping. I'm, yeah. Am I uh, hearing Jackson also say shade 2017? I am. I said 13-4, dude. That that mentality yeah. that it seems like that kind of mentality, honestly, but. I, we'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I, I like the mentality. It's got to grow a little bit more. It's got to keep going. Got to win um, against San Fran. I'm telling you, it's a huge game. It's a huge, it's a big prove it game. Um, so let's go with the final one. Josh Sweat gets the start over Barnett yesterday. And we didn't, and also just to mention, didn't really see Kerrigan out there. So I don't know if he's still hurt or just not getting a lot of rotation time. Um, I didn't notice him in the game, but Josh Sweat starting for the Eagles yesterday had six and a half sacks last year. Does he get the seven on this year? Seven sacks is a lot. A lot. A yeah, lot. I'm going to go below on that. I think we have a lot of hungry dogs. I think we're going to get a lot of sacks as a team, but I think it's going to be spread uh, a lot. I'm going to go. Oh. 
I'm going to go with, yeah. I think he does have a big sack year. Yeah. All right. I think that, like... I think if there's a guy like on right that's going to do it, it's going to be either him or it's going to be... I, I don't know. I, there's actually a lot of guys that I can get a lot of sacks this year, so I don't know. I think that, like Clay said, it would be ideal if the rest of the team sort of, like, all yeah. get sacks. You know, it's right. spread around. Because then... In the offseason, we don't really have to pay Josh Sweat as much as we would have to, you know? Because we want to keep him, we don't want to pay him that much this offseason. However, I do think think he probably could be our best defensive end on the team right now. So I am going to say yes. I want to to just go straight down the board. Yes is all the way. I'm I'm saying you're you're all in. I mean, you're also also saying we're going 13 and 4. So obviously, you got to say yes to all of us. I should be saying 17 and 0. So, Jackson, if you think it's a 13 and 4, like, do you think it's a Super Bowl year? It has I to think be. we're going to go deep this year. I think that, I, like I was saying earlier, I think our Super Bowl years are the next two or three years. I don't know if this is one yet, but I think we're going to have like a deep playoff push. So I think we're, we're going to so make the first round. So we're going to the. We're, you're saying we're going to the NFC Championship game. We're going to lose to the Packers. Right now. <laughs> I'm not willing to say or, that yet. I'm just saying I think we're making it past the first round. Lose to the Packers? Did you see him play yesterday? Give him, give me a break. Yeah, um, that was bad. So Flay, Flay's the sentiment on the, uh, Instagram uh, seems to be Flay's a Super Bowl or bust too. So Flay sleeping on him. Um, so it's he's got his nightcap on. Um, so yeah, he, he's he's the most uh, he's the biggest doubter of us all. Clearly on the list. But the thing the thing with Josh, oh, Sweat, I mean, I'm ready for a successful season. The thing Don't get the me thing wrong. thing with Josh Sweat is I feel like he's going to have one game where he has like three sacks. I think we're. We're thinking it's tough now because he won a game with no sacks and we didn't like hear his name called that much. But I feel like he's going to have one game where it's like three sacks and then we're like, holy shit, he's going to get like fucking like 12 on the season. So yeah. did you see? Who's, we're just going to wait for the, that game. Who's the guy on the Cardinals had five yesterday? What the hell's his name? I, I oh, just, my God. It's like Chandler Jones. Isn't that yeah, I think, I think I think it was. Was it Chandler Jones? That makes sense. I, don't know, I just know he's on the Cardinals, I think. It might have been Chandler Jones. I'm going to look it up. But he had five, yeah, five sacks yesterday. It's a good guess. I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys one over under off the top. Uh, Jalen Hurts right. over under twenty passing touchdowns. Oh, I'll take the over. over I'll take the over on that. Got three yesterday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the over. Um, but yeah, no. Let's uh, with that, boys. Let's let's bring it to a close. So, uh, good episode fifteen. We love to kick off the week with uh, a whole NFC division losing out. And the Eagles getting a win. So um, so Jalen's lifting up the board today, and he's lifting up our hearts and uh, lifting, uh, lifting Jackson's record prediction up to 13-4. and four. So with that, we've landed, and that's our guy, Jalen Hurts, for the win, 17-0. We'll catch you next time. Look out for a potential pregame. If not, we might be too busy with our work schedules, but stay tuned on that. And then uh, let's see if we can get this prove it game against the Niners. This is a big deal, boys. So let's uh, let's get the first one at home. Let's go. I'll see you at the link. I'll see you at the yeah. tailgate. Let's play a little flip cup. Go birds. Go birds. Bleed green. Let's get it. Let's go, boys. Go birds. See you next week. Go Woo. birds. See you next Swipe time. Subscribe. Swipe up to subscribe. Hit the bell. Say some comments. Do some things. Thank you.